This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Aetherite Radio. We have a very special episode today, um, something that we've been wanting to do for a while. We've had conversations on many episodes before, where now that we're going weekly, there are things that we need to do to kind of help fill in the gaps when there's not a lot going on. Um, and so this is the first of that. Uh, this is going to be inside the creator studio. Um, so for our first guest today, um, he started on February 16th, 2015. He published a pilot for a show called Mog Talk. And then four years later, he has recorded 163 episodes of that show with the 164th recording shortly after our stable. We'll make sure to host that. And uh, he's also been a force behind organizing. What's that? that we always do man i appreciate it very much too. <laughs> uh, he has also helped to organize and publicize the world first race for final fantasy 14's raid content and he has shoutcasted matches of a feast in both uh, north american and european fan festivals today we are joined by frosty hey what's up man hello <laughs> how you so, doing welcome to the Good. show i'm excited to do this this is something I, it's been kind of a, like a passion project of mine for Many, many years that I've just never mm -hmm. gotten around to. So here we are. <laughs> right. um, so for those tuning in, uh, this is the first time we've done this. So as a little bit of a background, um, what we're going to do is we have some standard questions um, followed by some more specific questions for our guests. And then we'll jump into some more questions that are focused just on content creation. Um, we are hard locked at 90 minutes for today. Um, we plan on taking questions from people tuning in if we have time. If we don't, I apologize in advance. Um, so we're just going to jump right into it because we got a lot to go through today. So, Frosty, where does your name come from? How did you come up with Frosty? Uh, well, I mean, Frosty is something that I actually, I, it was a self-given uh, uh, nickname when I was a, a preteen, uh, <laughs> a really long time ago. I, I was with a group of friends and I, they, they said I was the whitest one, uh, to be honest <laughs> with you. And that, that's, that's kind of uh, how it really all started. I just you got used know. to it. And I was like, you know, it's kind of cool, right? Ha, huh? Frosty. And then, uh, so it stuck with me. And I started streaming. When I first started streaming, it was with Hearthstone and everything. And Frosty mm -hmm. was my nickname. I used that. But when I started Final Fantasy, my name was something stupid. Uh, it was Aachen Brickmain, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, this is my name. And then eventually I start to stream Final Fantasy 14. And I was like, it didn't really match up Frosty and this. And so I mm -hmm. changed it over. Um, and this was a little bit after FanFest, uh, the first one, 2014, mm -hmm. where I gave everyone the Moogle heads. And I said I was going to wear that Moogle head for the rest of my life. I've been doing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so I, I put that on. I was like, well, if I make it a surname, what is that going to be? I'm like, what could be kind of interesting to relate to that? And I was like, Mogborn. All right, that sounds, that sounds legit. So Frosty <laughs> Mogborn. And it's, sorry if it's not that interesting, but. That was the whole process. <laughs> Every it. everybody's got a weird origin story. It's a process, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Ever changing, ever evolving. Yeah. Good times. Uh, so when did you start playing Final Fantasy XIV itself? Well, actually, Final Fantasy XIV was something that uh, I this is when everybody was kind of having a lull and wow. Mm -hmm. uh and we we were like uh let's try this out so one of my friends and kerr and i we wanted to pl play an mmo she wasn't playing wow with me and so we started out playing that we got into it for a little while we were back and forth a bit uh it was about uh i think 2.1 around mm -hmm. that time i can't remember what the date is but i remembered a patch pretty well um 
and we were doing that. The Biden came out when we started raiding and everything. Um, and it, I, I just loved it. All my friends mm -hmm. didn't. They stopped playing. But <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. It was something I could do with Kerr. And uh, so we just kept at it. That's awesome. Uh, what is your main job? So my main job is actually uh, Paladin. Uh, it used to be Warrior back in A Realm Reborn oh, when yeah. no one liked Warrior. And I was uh -huh. like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm unique, man. I'm going and I'm going <laughs> uh, Coil turn nine with a Warrior. And they're like, oh, no. we were there with Paladin. I don't care. Look how badass I am on Warrior. And so uh, <laughs> yeah. I had fun with that. Then something forced me into a uh, Paladin job because the person that we could have tank only played Warrior. And I was like, I'll give it up just because mm -hmm. I was a raid leader. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started playing Paladin. And... Uh, I got kind of good at it, and I thought I was like, it's okay. Uh, then I actually I switched to Machinist for a patch <laughs> uh -huh. when it first came out in Hemmingworth. <laughs> then I switched to Scholar to fill another role. Then I went back to Paladin, and uh, I've stayed that so far. And I think I just like the the, the type of job it is, what its mm -hmm. role, the arch the I don't know the type of what archetype is that the right? No, no, it's um, it works right. Yeah, yeah, just like the the, the protector yeah, going the and covering, yeah, the defender, and I, it feels good having healing magic stuff like that. And so I, I just so got to do it. You kind of went from uh, warrior being like, oh, I'm special and unique. Yeah. Nobody plays this, and now you're on paladin. Ah, oh, special and unique. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I was very special and unique uh, in uh, the end of uh, Heaven's Word there. Oh um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh twelve or what? No, not oh twelve. A twelve. A twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you had Alexander. It was thematic, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But man, did it suck versus Dark Knight on uh, E12S. Good God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was fun. We mm -hmm. cleared it. Yeah. So uh, with, with Paladin being your first job, uh, what other jobs do you enjoy playing? Do you have a secondary or third favorite? Well, honestly, uh, I don't, in PvE, I don't really play a lot of other jobs because uh, mm -hmm. I do a lot of PvP stuff now. A lot of it's kind of fo focused there. Uh, where I try to go in, I, I play almost every job I can in PvP. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm very familiar with a lot of them. Right now I'm playing Dragoon in PvP. I played White Mage for quite a while. Um, I'm probably going to play Gunbreaker with the billion other people when it comes right. out in uh, Shadowbringers. And so I really don't have like an alt job. Machinist mm -hmm. is the closest thing because I, I when I first played Machinist, I fell kind of in love with it. Again, because everybody was like, eh, you know, it, it was kind of fell short at the beginning of the expansion. So I felt kind of special for being good at it, right? Because I got really good at Machinist. There are like five good Machinists. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. Uh, and so like no one was willing to play. I was like, I can still do a good job with it. I felt pretty good. But when I, I got forced off of it eventually. But uh, mm -hmm. I, if I had to say, I would say it's Machinist. Mm. So uh, you were talking about PvP there. Would you say that's yeah. your favorite content, or is it something? Currently, else? yeah, currently. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I find Feast uh, energizing. I mean, it, it has a lot of emotions it stirs up. I get angry uh, quite a lot with it. Uh, but I mean, it's also it feels good. It feels like I'm doing something that's. It, it always feels different. Mm. Um, I love doing raid and it's just a lot of work to lead a raid and that's kind of yeah. the role I put myself in every single time. That's maybe just the type of person I am. I, I eventually lead raids. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I didn't really have time for that anymore and I just needed to log in and do something where I didn't have to have someone else. Uh, mm -hmm. And doing solo queue feast was really that because it always gave me something competitive to do uh, that I could try to get better at. Uh, and I, I think that around the end of Heaven's Word is when I start to kind of fall in love with it. Uh, 
I would say most of the time that I'm playing Final Fantasy 14 right now, it's doing just catching up on the main story quests and everything else, but then falling into uh, PvP. That's really all I do. Mm. Okay. I have to ask the least favorite <clears throat> content. Least favorite? Anything stick out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an elephant in the room. Like gathering is probably the worst thing <laughs> that I can gathering I gathering crafting is so good in this game. It's developed yeah. like it should, exactly <laughs> for an MMO, but as boring as the can I swear? <laughs> uh, I will. I'll well, I'll call it fusion on that one, yes. I'll I'll let I'll let you have one. It's boring. It. It's boring. Uh, you know what? I'll be good. It's boring. I mean, as all out <laughs> HE double hockey sticks. All right. And like... You can say that one. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think it's like shit, hell, and bitch are okay. That, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Boring yeah. as shit. There you go. All right. There you go. Gosh. Uh, but I know I a lot agree. of people love it, and it's it's really good for the game. Yeah. I just I've tried to force myself into it, and I mm -hmm. always just stop. I can I can't keep up. Yeah. No, I've never leveled a gatherer past 40, I don't think. So I agree with you. <laughs> Further to me. <laughs> so um, out of everything that you've done in-game, what is the one thing that you're most proud of? What's your biggest achievement in-game? Uh, I mean, if we're talking about, uh, I mean, there's lots of different things that I, I, I like in the game. A lot of stuff I, I'm more proud of outside of it. Uh, but like inside the game, Clearing, um, I think we did, when we cleared A12S, we did that while it was still current mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and with a group of friends and uh, it felt right. It felt like we cleared it before uh, the next tier was, well, way before the next tier that was coming out because it was near the end of the expansion, but before it started getting nerfed and everything else and mm -hmm. it, uh, it just felt like we finally got everything together uh, as a raid team there. We didn't have people leave the group. I didn't have to find new people. Ugh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which is common. I lead my, my raid group, so I feel yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then if I was going into the PvP side, I guess finally being able to get into like that higher top, like fifty side, and actually starting to feel like I'm confident and pretty good at the, mm. the game mode. Uh, it felt it felt pretty. Good. But in game achievements, I would say it would be those. Yeah. Do 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 do. I lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. What's your favorite thing about the community? Community now. Uh, so <laughs> the favorite thing about the community, I, I think that I like how we're we know each other, right? Mm -hmm. it, it feels like we're not really spread out. We don't keep to ourselves. Everybody kind of knows each other. At least that's how, the role I put myself in. Like I'm mm -hmm. very familiar with a lot of people who are in a community. That's kind of mm -hmm. what my podcast is about: is getting everyone together to talk about stuff. Uh, and so I've met a lot of people and I feel like a lot of people, especially content creators, for the most part, outside of a few outliers, are very supportive of each other. They, mm -hmm. they, uh, they try to like say, hey, you're making stuff, I'm making stuff, that's great. We should both just support each other in making things because we know how hard it is. Yeah. Um, and I think overall, like mostly people are amazing uh, to each other. That's great. And I just to follow that up, because uh, no, no, I know yeah. the next one is to, what yes. the, the bad Thank side you. is. Thank and you I for not making me ask it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just uh, thinking, I'm like, oh, I he's got that other, like, what do you hate question. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, can, we can swap a couple times. No, Because, uh, I, I mean, it's very related. Because the, the, the part yeah. that really drives me insane is that there is within the community, and it's with every community, so it's not mm -hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen, I guess, specific, but there's little pockets of just horrible, horrible people 
right. that just like to make hell and uh, cause problems for everyone. Uh, and they make a lot of noise. They go in and they were like, how can I cause the most damage? Mm -hmm. Like mentally, uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. Just I, I, how can I make a huge impact being a horrible piece of shit? Right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I, I'm really disappointed that that's out there. Yeah. Um, and I really wish it wouldn't be like that, but there's no way to stop it. Right. It, it, absolutely no way. It's just going to always be there. If it's not this asshole, it's going to be another asshole. Yeah. It's uh, but that that would be the problem. So it's funny because when I, the best thing and the worst thing is the community to me. <laughs> right. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. A big place. How that it's a big place. Is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then. Um, it's it's so, just good that there there is a section, a large section. I think a majority uh, of yeah. the community uh, who is just so supportive of each other and and yeah. nice. So there's yeah. there's something good people can go to and just ignore the crap. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you have to ignore it. See, that's the thing, and it's hard to. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you're always curious, like uh, a person like me. I I like people being happy that I exist, right? I right. like people being like, oh, this guy's good. I, yeah. I like this guy. I like that. It's a good feeling. Uh, so like I, I look and see what people, like if I'm doing something wrong, I want to know I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. But then when people you know are just making up shit, you have to like try to ignore it. It's so mm -hmm. hard to filter yeah. through it sometimes, but you can see it. As yeah. soon as someone says, lol, stupid SJW cuck or something like that, yeah. you're like, it's like all okay. right. well. You're gone now. <laughs> probably, yeah. probably I don't care about what he thinks. No, <laughs> probably it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so where did the idea for Mog Talk uh, come from? How did this all start? Okay. So Mog Talk was um, something that I wanted to do uh, just because I, after FanFest uh, 2014, I was really just really into uh, Final Fantasy 14. Of course, I think a lot of people were re reinvigorated. They wanted yeah. to keep playing. Oh, you, it. Got, you get a high Fest. from FanFest for sure. Oh, uh, that Super first high. one, it, it was great because it was the first convention I ever went to. And so I met parts mm. of the community. It was amazing. And I was like, man, you know, I had some awesome conversations during this event. That stuff, I go in there, I feel comfortable because I'm talking about stuff with, uh, that I love with other people. And we're having a great conversation. It doesn't feel weird. It doesn't feel out of place. Um, and so I wanted to continue that. And so basically, I had no clue what the hell I was doing. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I just why not do a podcast well I, I just bring some people on and we talk about final fantasy 14 and what's going on i think we talked about gold sauce here i think when that first episode it was so long ago um but yeah no and i brought just one of my raid members on and we had a conversation and then we're like okay we just did something it, it see i enjoyed doing it i guess i'll do it again and so i was like all right well what can i change here and it it took me I think six months at least to get to like at least a relatively like I'm kind of okay with the concept mm. and what I'm making here uh, with Mog Talk, but it, it was just really the interest of wanting to talk with people, and that's who I am. I, I mm. love having conversations. Um, so how's that sort of evolved over time? What um, else have you moved into? So well, with Mog Talk, kind of how it's developed over time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the biggest things I think that changed. Uh, at the start, I was just getting whoever I could, like friends, someone I knew, I talked to once, uh, yeah. you know, and stuff. Uh, and then I got some co-hosts on there, like, yeah, this is fun. And uh, we tried that for a while. Um, and then uh, something happened with them, and they just couldn't really be on there anymore. And I was like, all right, it's just me. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't want to force anyone to be dedicated to this show, but I want to go out there. And, like, this is the part. I want to bring people in. 
Uh, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to invite th these people. And so I invited them. We had a show. And I was like, great. All right, now I got to figure out who I'm going to invite next. <laughs> so every single week, I have to go through and find like a cast of people. Uh, mm -hmm. And after a while, that just became what Mog Talk was. It was bringing on people to talk about the community and getting lots of different uh, perspectives, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and it felt it felt good. Uh, I felt like I got to meet a whole bunch of people. A lot of people actually I was bringing on the show, like when I brought Zeno on his first time, it was the first time he's ever been on a podcast. Right. Uh, and so like a lot of, a lot of people, I, I felt, I, I broke them into almost coming in and talking publicly about Final Fantasy XIV mm -hmm. in, in a semi, it's not really official setting, but like, uh, yeah. you know, like a, a podcast, right? Widely and, seen. How about that? Yeah. Widely seen. There you go. Yeah. Some days is widely seen, some days is not. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things where um, I think bringing on guests and just that's the became the premise of the show was the biggest evolution of it. And that's became what the show was. Right. So how do you pick those guests and the topics? You know, I'm sure they're, they a lot, you know, they're, they're together most of the time. Right. The right guests for the right topic. The topics themselves uh, mm. come from everywhere. Sure. Like literally, like I could be having a conversation with somebody on something that's completely unrelated. I'm like, you know, that, that makes sense. Like in the world of Final Fantasy 14, and then I come in and we have a discussion about it. Mm -hmm. Or something happens, uh, a conversation happens on Twitter, right? Recently, yeah. you know, uh, we had this this show was, that we're having soon was spawned from just a conversation about a sh what happened post-show of one of my other shows. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's like, you know what, that, that makes sense. And I believe this should happen. And so I start gathering it um, and I find out who who would fit, who, who would want to talk about this. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing is finding mm -hmm. yeah. people that want to talk, not just finding mm. people to come on that like, yeah, I'll be on just to be there. Although I do have people who have my back with that. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> Anytime fun. you need me, I'll come on. I don't care if it's <laughs> something I've never done in my life, I'll come on and talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's nice and it's helpful. Uh, but it just going out and seeing what the topic is, who it may relate to. And then I just approach and say, Hey, uh, you know, or are you interested in this? And then most of the time it's someone I already know. So it's not that awkward conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, back when I was getting Raiders on for Paladin show, white mage show, healer show, mm -hmm. tank show, uh, DP melee DPS show. Uh, and I didn't really have like a huge presence. I made characters on servers that these guys had <laughs> and then I messaged them in game. I'm like, Hey, and then every once in a while I'll be like, Oh yeah, I know that show. Right. And so, yeah. um, and I think this is kind of before discord got a little bit bigger yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's honestly going out there and just finding people who fit and you, there's a different method for it each time. Like, mm -hmm. I don't like to use FF logs all the time, but I'll, I'll find out. Does this person <laughs> know? Does, does he make guides for Paladin? Does he make? Yeah. Is he really good at? Is he high on FF logs on Paladin? I mean, you you go through this process. Uh, mm -hmm. Do people recommend him? It, it's yeah. There's several factors to it. So, what's your favorite thing to talk about? And your favorite person to talk about it with? <laughs> favorite thing to talk about yeah you can't uh, ask him that not the person one no. yeah the person wow. you're not going to get an answer okay that's be fine. Honest. okay that's fine uh i i love anyone see just to elaborate on that anyone who that's the premise of mock talk is bringing right. on people to the show and mm -hmm. without guest i couldn't have mock talk mm -hmm. and so it means the world to me to have someone come on and make what i'm doing possible yeah. Uh, my guests are extremely important and I, I love when they come on. There's some, I will say are better than others. Sure. I will say that yeah. because some people come on and they, they're like, Hey man, I want to be on a show and everything. And I look at it like, seems great. 
and they come on and they don't say anything. Right. Uh, are, are, <laughs> yeah, they, they cut out or like they're like, oh, yeah. And they're talking to their friend about the groceries or something in the corner in the middle of the show. I mean, sometimes, you know, yeah, I, I'm not. But overall, I, I'd say the majority of people who come on the show, I, I love them. They, they, they make what I do happen. Mm -hmm. uh, topic wise is a little bit different because topics that I have with the show, I love, honestly, it, it sounds generic, but anything that I know the community is passionate about mm -hmm. and like wants to hear, uh, I love. Uh, mm -hmm. Or if it's something that I have people come on, because uh, I could have a show and no one's watching, but I have right. four other people there talking to me passionately mm -hmm. about it and I get off the show and I feel good. Yeah, uh, you want to do it. So it <laughs> It just comes down to people wanting to talk about it and mm -hmm. having a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, the topic is not as important. Right. Because personally, I mean, I watch every single one of the, you know, raiders who come on. Because that's yeah. just more what I'm into. Yeah. So, you know, like those topics are the ones that I'm super into. I just wanted to know. And that's, that's like... kind of the, the, the point of the show too, right? right? It's to like have an even spread out there and mm -hmm. let other people in the community be represented. Like we have shows where we brought on um, A Stage Reborn. Right. Yeah. And we come on. Not everyone cares awesome. about, you know, yeah. in game, uh, you know, theater yeah. shows. Right. Exactly. But it's interesting. It's something that I feel like needs to be highlighted and I want to talk about. And so right. that's a good show to me, even though that only like a handful of people might actually want to watch it. Mm -hmm. So um, how did you become interested in the world first race? Uh, that was actually something it was I saw it and like. I, I kind of followed Twitter and I saw like, oh, this person cleared it first. Oh, this person. Oh, and I was like, oh, man, I wonder if NA is going to clear it first. Uh, and this was during like uh, creator time. Not, not mm -hmm. creator, before creator. It was uh, the beginning of Heaven's Word. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gordius. Okay. And so we're going in there. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, who's clearing it first and everything else. And I was like, man, I, my, I paid attention to Midas and I was following it. But it was a struggle. I had to just check social media and everything else. And so I posted it on Reddit and I was like, would anyone care? Like, is this something like I could make a spreadsheet and just kind of track what I find? Would people want that? And everybody's like, yeah, that'd be really cool. <laughs> and so I just did it. And uh, it, it became a thing. It became a thing that not just the NA, EU, not just the NA community wanted, but NA, EU, and JP. Like mm -hmm. everybody, even if they didn't speak uh, English. They were looking at it because they saw a time and date and a rank of when this person cleared it. And this is a lot of stuff that's based off of like trust in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to go in through some validation, like you check their profile, see if they, it's the right day. I mean, it, it, there's nothing that you can make that's really, really super official outside of Square Enix posting it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just going in there and uh, making the community have something to be able to track without having to look at five different avenues. And I, I enjoy doing it, although I don't sleep for like a week. But uh, <laughs> I mean, because yeah, you have every schedule you have to watch in AEU and JP. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so you never know when a clear is going to happen. Uh, and so I think during one of the times I was tracking it, I was asleep for four hours before I could post that the first clear would happen. Uh, but it, it just, it was something I was interested in and everyone else seemed to be interested in it as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell us more about the the website specifically, uh, FFX ID. <laughs> so that's a whole story. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was basically something I wanted to do because people were like, hey, man, this Google spreadsheet is great. But after 100 people look at it, the formatting kind of breaks and it looks mm -hmm. a little weird and awkward and everything. I was like, I don't know how to make websites, right? I could go and make like a quick 
generic template website, I mm. guess, uh, but it doesn't feel right. Um, and so I, enough people said it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to, some people offered to work on it and make it happen. Uh, and I was like, let's just do it. All right. And in that process, people's uh, intentions are good, but it's really <laughs> hard to stick to, hey, I'm going to help you make this website. Um, and so while I was doing it, you know, things fell through on that. And uh, it just became too too much, I guess, to track other people, but they're not doing something I'm paying them to do. Right. I'm not going to sit there and just force them to go out and spend hours every single day making something when they, they volunteer to do it. And so I said, all right, I'm just going to do it. And so I put something together and I threw it together really quick. And right now it's it's been in limbo for a bit while I'm taking school for uh, web development because yeah. this, this is what started it, right? Yeah. This is like, I want to know this. I want to have this as a skill uh, and I want to be able to produce something with it. And so I started working on that uh, and I came up with something that worked out pretty good. It works really well for UCOB and like Ultimates and things like that yeah. because those clears are slower. Mm -hmm. but it does not work very well for four fights where they clear it so quickly and I'm trying to update it. Um, and so right now I'm building uh, new websites and with a, a year's worth of experience in figuring out web development. Uh, <laughs> so and with databases and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel pretty proud of what I was able to learn with it. Uh, but I have that all in the motion. So Final Fantasy 14 progress or FX, uh, FFXIV, <laughs> It, it just seems right. It's stupid to say, but it seems it's right. Right, yeah. Uh, um, it, it's it's kind of stagnant until the next race because I'm still I'm I'm making sure I have the core concepts in there because people want to log into the website. People want to look for raids and uh, or look for raid groups and stuff with it. I'm like that's stuff that I would I need to kind of get the formatting and template ready for first. And so uh, after I get that done, it's probably going to go back for full steam ahead. But I've had a year break, so <laughs> I, was, I haven't had to really worry about it. Yeah, the cool part about classes is you'll probably have to build a website in at least one website in these yeah. web classes, right? I'm gonna be honest with well, you. Like I uh I take uh yeah that stuff that I've made and like all right, here's my project. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. so I've done that a couple of times. Excellent. Uh, you know, two yeah. birds, one stone. Yeah. Uh, so we heard about how you got into PvP, but yep. last year you got mm -hmm. to shoutcast, you know, the Feast Regional Championship at las vegas yes yes how how did that even happen how you know like how did how did you start so uh that really started when i found out that there was uh through different means i found out that they, they were interested in uh someone shout casting it and uh i I said, all right, well, I do some community stuff. I've, I've mm -hmm. done a little bit of shoutcasting. And so I started to get really into it. And I said, all right, if I, you know what? I'm just going to do as good as I can. And uh, if they want to use me for it, then great. Yeah. If not, then that's fine. I feel, I feel it was fun. It was fun yeah. to shoutcast. Uh, and then after a while, I think like I've established myself at least a decent part uh, as not a horrible human being. Uh, <laughs> and so they were like, cool. okay. This guy, we, we've listened to what he done as shoutcasting, and we're like, okay, this could work, right? We could use him, and it'd be great to have someone in the community come up and do it. Uh, and so they offered that to me, and it felt pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it felt great. I was like, all right, now I'm actually doing something official for Square Enix, and uh, it meant a lot to me because it's a company I've, uh, I grew up with. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, it, was, it was awesome. And then after that, I, I took it very seriously, and me <laughs> my uh, shoutcasting partner, Plus One, 
we we uh spent three months just going in videos and just shout casting and mm -hmm. practicing and just hammering it in there um because we wanted to do a good job um and i felt like we did okay yeah. right how was that weekend how was it <laughs> it was it was fun because uh, a lot of people that were there for the frc event i knew because mm -hmm. i was in the pvp community I, I spent a long a lot of time in the pvp community before it uh and so it was awesome to kind of meet up with all of them they all had their jerseys and stuff and it was a really cool experience for them uh so the entire time you know i'm kind of going back there and working to try to make sure this this section of the event works out really well and making sure all the players have everything they need and everything uh <laughs> kind of went way over board to be honest with you uh, <laughs> but like it was uh it was awesome because i got to see a lot of friends uh that i have made online while doing pvp yeah. and then uh going up on stage <laughs> for, like the first time it, it, yeah. was, it was fun <laughs> exciting so, i guess it's the best word yeah, yeah. nerve-wracking uh, at all <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, no, I was completely comfortable. Are you crazy? I mean, he's frosty. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I was pretty cool about it. <laughs> Someone had to do it at some point, right? Yeah. So in uh, in addition to the event in Las Vegas, you also did uh, the championships in Paris. Yeah. Um, and then some other PvP matches uh, on Twitch as well. How much yeah. work do you put in behind the scenes for these events? What kind of preparation is there? So uh, for the NA1, uh, we went pretty overboard with trying to just practice and make sure that we had a good method for how we we're going to do it. Who are we shoutcasting to, right? Mm -hmm. Who are we? Most of the Final Fantasy XIV population do not know uh, PvP very well. They're, they're mm -hmm. just, it's just what the content is. It's not super popular. Right. Um, and so we, had, we could say, hey, we could go into all these really detailed strats. We know all this stuff. We could talk about all this really high-level stuff. It's just going to fly the hell over people's heads, mm -hmm. right? And they're not going to know what's happening. Um, and so we had to develop how we we're going to present that in ways that were manageable to people who've never seen it before. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I even made a video, right? I made a three-minute intro video to This Is Feast. Uh, so they could, people could watch it and have a brief of an understanding of it. Mm -hmm. And instead of calling it Adrenaline Rush, Adrenaline Rush, we call it Limit Break because that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So we, we just thought about everything that we really could while we were doing the shout casting, how the flow should go. Uh, basically, uh, how me and him would actually talk to each other, like when mm -hmm. something's going on. Uh, when do I need to pick up? When do I need to jump in? And so finding that like groove between each other was actually yeah. pretty difficult, but we we found it, uh, <laughs> uh, and it was it was great. Um, and plus, just has like this fucking. Sorry, I'm sorry. I already did. I messed up. <laughs> it's hard not. He said you could have one. That's he all. said you could have one. It's okay, it's fine. PG thirteen. Get one. All right. Uh, so. He has this like DJ voice, like really good DJ voice. Yeah. And I have this yeah. just regular, normal guy voice, I think. <laughs> uh, and so it fits pretty well because you can dis distinct between our voices. Uh, right. easily. Um, and so we asked for, we figured all that out. Uh, the next part was actually going in and making the event happen and making sure nothing goes wrong. And so I spent most of that time talking to the community team members, figuring out what their layout was, making sure we fitted that properly, uh, making sure all the players, if they had questions, I would take it and just go to the community manager and say, hey, this is the questions, these are things we got to figure out. Mm -hmm. uh, and just trying to piece all that stuff together behind the scenes. 
I was there for shoutcasting, and I just forced my way into going back and managing that. It sounds like you really went above and beyond. Uh, Because I wanted to. I I just, I wanted this to go well. I wanted to do a good job. They they were inviting me out to do something Mm. that uh, I thought was fun and enjoyable, Mm. and I didn't want to let them down. And so I went out there, and I, I did everything I could for that. And so we... We had lots of little discussions about how the flow is going to go on stage, uh, how everything is going to happen when, uh, I, I don't know, any, if I could find a, a hole in something, even if it wasn't important, I would mm-hmm. find it, right? <laughs> you got so it. at some point, I might be a little annoyed, but like I was just making sure uh, that the audio was right, right? And so yeah. I was actually talking to the sound team and the production team, right? And I was like, hey, is this, does the game volume sound right if, where our voices are? Is it balanced out? And so I did a lot of work just trying to make sure that everybody was happy right being prepared is important and it sounds like you had it in the bag <laughs> yeah yeah well this is the first time i did it and so i was just like what are my concerns what can go wrong concerns? Yeah. yeah who do i need to talk to how do we make it not a concern mm-hmm. uh and i i spent most of uh the event working towards it doing that mm. this is this is kind of mean to screen but uh it sounds like you were more prepared than they were with some of their presentations <laughs> Well, I, you know, honestly, there's, I, I did get to see, there's a lot of, it's funny how all that stuff works behind the yeah. scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not just also just like Square Enix, it's just like the production team or someone That's else. So the there's, there's so many things that like you could go wrong mm-hmm. that you're not going to catch all of them. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, they're back there, they're working pretty hard to make it all work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all of a sudden, for some reason, a video won't start, like at a year, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and it's it's awkward. You, you, you don't know what to do. And so you have to kind of improvise and make mm-hmm. the situation better. And Yoshida's like a god at it. Uh, so he, he did pretty good at uh, being the stern guy that just kind of made it work and going back mm-hmm. and making light of it. Uh, and so all these things <laughs> are happening. That was actually part of my favorite when you just gave it around about that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it, I mean, it's a lot of work back there for Square Enix, I know. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, being able to talk to the community managers and kind of see all the work they do, I, I have a lot of respect for them, to be honest mm-hmm. with you, because they, they, they work their, their asses off, uh, mm-hmm. absolutely, especially during these events. Oh, yeah. All right, so Good. moving back towards content a little bit, yeah. where did you, uh, where do you find you have the most difficulty when you start to create something new? Uh, like new, well, it, it depends. Um, new content of any kind. Yeah, of any kind. And so really it comes down to the content I want to create becoming way larger than I expect it to be. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, That's and so <laughs> like and the websites are absolutely like a, yeah. a sign of that. Like way long. when I got into the world of like creating websites, I was like, all right, I know what a website is. Right. I did an angel fire back in the day. I, I can I can figure this out. <laughs> and then like I, so I go in there and I'm I'm trying to put HTML in. I'm like, all right, so how do I make this work? Oh, you gotta learn this other programming language. All right. Oh, What's you gotta do this. style shit. Yeah. What a CSS. <laughs> uh, and then like you're uh, you're just trying to figure all these little pieces together. And when I was learning, it's like, what do I need to read? Right. I this mm-hmm. looks like an answer, but is this actually an answer? Yeah. <laughs> is this an answer for something else that's kind of related? And so it's like this huge ocean of like things that I gotta filter through. Uh, Stack Overflow. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. Of the, yeah, one of the biggest sites for that. <laughs> it, it's huge and crazy, and I, I mean, I, I was lost and confused with it, and I, I realized how big that was, and that's why I started to take it super seriously and go into school and everything else for it. Because yeah. I actually enjoyed it, even yeah. though it was like work. I actually enjoyed learning it. Um, 
when it comes down to like video production, doing that is, uh, <laughs> that's sometimes I'm always learning something with that too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get lazy. I'm like, oh, this just works, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I did it before and it's good enough for me. Uh, but when you're doing video production, there's so like after effects, I'm just now trying to get into <laughs> and, like, I, I want to learn these things. Uh, but it's still something you have to learn, right? You have to push mm -hmm. yourself into it and figure this stuff out. Um, and so I, I would absolutely just say it's not, uh, not always being able to having the interest in doing something and not realizing how much work it is beforehand. And then mm. sometimes it's just not going to work out because you have to pay attention to other things, but. Yeah. And accepting the failure in it. I mean, I, sometimes you just have to. <laughs> I think it's, I, I always think it's interesting when I personally come across something like in, in some exact situation where I'm like, I don't know how to do a thing. I really kind of want to do this thing for this like nerd hobby that I have. Right. Yeah. And then you learn it and then you like it so much. You were like, you know, I really actually want to include this as something I do as my real life job or something. Yeah. And I think that it's really mm -hmm. fascinating that that Absolutely. sort of situation happens. Mm -hmm often for so many people yeah it's it's you know the passion has to come first to me i think yeah, you know, yeah. When, you, when you're getting into it so the next one is is about ease but i i would say what do you feel like you've grown the most at like what what can you just bang out every single episode you know you're like i got this part uh, part of the pipeline <laughs> man uh i yeah. guess just uh feeling comfortable <laughs> right having the conversations with people you don't know that's a big uh, part uh, and so just making that work and just having these conversations naturally and trying to make everybody enjoy their experience too. Mm. Right. Mm. And so when I come to a show and I, I bring other people on, mm -hmm. uh, they're not always going to be, well, they may be streamers they may be something else, but they're not seasoned and having mm -hmm. a conversation face to face yeah. with, uh, other people. And so making that a good environment is mm -hmm. something that I felt like I've grown a good bit into at least, awesome. uh, and that, that works everywhere I go. Like I can have a yeah. conversation with people at work or anywhere else and I can have it pretty naturally and feel good about it. And hopefully everyone feels good at the end of the day. It's uh, a skill to work on, you know, and you know, being in the community, you know, as, as a streamer or, you know, interacting with chat or, you know, that sort of stuff just mm -hmm. hones that skill, you know, it's, right. you know, it's, it's really awesome talking about the skills that you pick up doing these nerd things, you know? Yeah. A lot of soft skills one. you learn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I really so, like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are the tools that you use uh, to produce the content that you do? What do you, what, you know, in terms of mm -hmm. equipment, software, what goes into making something like Mock Talk? Uh, so Mock Talk, I, I use GIMP because I'm, I, for some reason, I'm not using Photoshop. Uh, uh, but I mean, I use Adobe. Possibly so the price the, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have the student subscription because I'm going to school, oh, right? Oh, so there like, you go. I, I kind of cheated a little bit. Uh, I mean. But <laughs> I am going to school, man. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I use, uh, I use Adobe um, for both video production and for... Uh, Actually, that's it. Video production. <laughs> I right. used to use it for some other stuff, but no, video production. I and it's not like it's the best. It's just what I've learned, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and so I've gotten used to it, and I just use it. Uh, and it's easy to just go in there every week and kind of do what I need to do. Uh, OBS, of course. Hardware-wise, honestly, just my gaming computer. Right. I don't. I don't do anything too crazy because it's not super intensive to do Mog Talk. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the stream, the game, it can be kind of intensive every once in a while. I'll do like really high level recording uh, with yeah. OBS. 
you kind of need a lot of hardware. And so there's a lot of stuff when I started, when I was doing PVP overviews and I was kind of like going into the matches and I was going back and doing recordings and slowing it down and explaining everything that mm -hmm. required a lot more uh, hardware to it. Uh, but honestly, just a regular gaming computer, like uh, I used to think a 1080 in there and like uh, I have an i7 um, for, <laughs> yeah, I use GIMP again for my layout and design changing mm -hmm. every single week. And uh, I use Podomatic because <laughs> I for my uh, RSS feed because I'm an idiot oh, okay. and I still I, I haven't gotten familiar enough with it uh, and I really need to because uh, it's kind of crap uh, but <laughs> it, it works it's something I can yeah. put it on there and uh, it's surprising how many people want an audio version of it because uh, I never thought about it when I started the show right. but uh, then they asked for it and then if I don't put it up they're like hey. Where is that? Yeah, I want to listen to it on my way to work. Or, you know. yeah, yeah, and so like I, I use that currently. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, my mic is an Audio Technica. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little sound mixer over there. It's like seventy bucks sound mixer. Uh, I, I sit in a mesh chair. Uh, <laughs> I have an L-shaped desk. It's uh, fake wood. Uh, yeah. It's not made out of mahogany. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Is there any other? I'm trying to think of what other things I yeah. could say that would be interesting. I have a, a Logitech 1080 cam. Mm -hmm. that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So. I guess that, that covers some of the, the basics, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny because it's it's much easier nowadays to get into it, to, to get into doing this sort of thing. You know, yeah. you're talking about your origin story. Just wanted to do it and you do it. You know, absolutely. Like, it doesn't amazing. kill the wallet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, 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 I spend more money making Mog Talk with uh, subscriptions to things and like Zoom, right? Yeah. And everything mm -hmm. else. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, I, I spend more money than I receive because I'm not. I don't yeah. know. The channel's never really gotten to a point to where I'm like, oh, I can live off of this. It's always been right. like, hey, I got 20 bucks to pay my subscription this month, or hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it, it's not very profitable. Right. Uh, but, yeah, no, absolutely. It's a it's a money sink. Mm. Yeah. I feel like they're a, a little bit uh, in the way of perks just from the community. Right. Uh, perks from the community as in... Like you, you get invited to stuff, or you get. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's that. So like yeah. a media tour, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah there's that stuff. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and so like, yeah, going to be able to go to Fan Fest and everything else. I mean, that's that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I like it. I feel like I get to know the. I, I feel pretty familiar with the community team. I'm sure. I'm sure Matt's like, I hate that dude. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, I, I think overall, I, I, it feels awesome to get to know these guys. I love the the guys on the team in the EU team too. I got to, it was awesome getting to know them, Clem and everyone else. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause they were really cool. Um, and they were really kind to us when we were over there. Uh, but, but yeah, being able to go to these events is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and I, when I tell people about it, they're like, Whoa, yeah, that's exactly. awesome. And to me, it's like, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it, it, I never really think about it that way. I think about, yeah, that's something I want to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. You know, I I work in the industry, and you know, every once in a while, I'm talking about fan fest or something, and people are like, "That's so cool!" And I'm like, "What do we do every day?" Like, right. you guys, know? we make video games. Come on, yeah, what are you talking about? Right, right. It's just you know, it's 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 one of those cool things, and it, mm -hmm. it's really cool to have that kind of it's not really a reward because you're still doing work there but it's, yeah. it's cool to be able to do it you know yeah yeah it's good i mean this is all just a hobby for me yeah I mean, that's all it is um <laughs> yeah. 
And that's, I think the biggest thing that makes me <laughs> kind of different than a lot of people on Twitch is that I'm not, I don't, I, I treat it just yeah. as a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> and so life comes before uh, everything else, <laughs> to be honest with you. And so some weeks I, I've had shows not happen for like almost a month or two months. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, I can't do it. I have to, I'm, I'm getting married, right? I, I'm not going to have a show. I'm not going to, you know, stream my marriage. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you're not going to get one of those 14 years in Japan at all. Well, no. that happened after the fact, but, uh, uh, but no, like there, there's, there's parts of my life that I still want my wife to be happy. I still right. want to have a good life. Sure my dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like I, this that is balance. Exactly. And then I, I don't want to dedicate everything that I have to Final Fantasy 14, but I still love it and I still want it to be part of my life. Right. Uh, so kind of along those lines and also kind of reverse of what we were talking about with uh, learning skills from nerd stuff, uh, what from your life have you used to put into this particular hobby? Like what skills from okay. life? So one of my first jobs, or I guess it was like my second job or so, I, I became a manager at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, there's lots of times where I just became like a lead in something. Like I, mm-hmm. I was in charge of telling people to do things, right? <laughs> uh, and so like, I think honestly, being able to work with people and manage things and mm-hmm. try to make, produce and make things happen, uh, it's a huge, huge uh, benefit to things right. that I do for like mock talk, right? Yeah. And so I'm having to go into like I'm a project manager now, so I have to like go and I have to organize people, I have to talk to clients, I have to do a lot of things, and all this stuff works perfectly for running a podcast because I have to go and talk to people, I got to organize things, I got to yeah. create topics, I got to see if things are. Patients uh, just like yup, yeah, <laughs> no, for so, sure, for sure. <laughs> a lot of management experience helps out uh, tremendously, and I mean, like I was in video games, I you know I did braid leading i did yeah. uh various things when i was a lot younger where i, I was a 13 year old leading guilds and stuff right and, <laughs> yeah, i mean like exactly it's like guys in college listen to me i'm like yeah good thing i'm not on mic uh, <laughs> right they wouldn't be able to tell if i was 13 year old girl or a 13 year old boy right exactly uh, uh, that is a lot like my experience and and wow being that like <laughs> oh yeah he's the guy who goes to at least jerks and tells everyone how to do their stuff you know like right. i'm like yeah i'm not put together in real life though like <laughs> no. <laughs> no not at all no way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah no i would say basically the leadership stuff is kind right. of what what i carry over the most yeah that's awesome well <laughs> who would you say your content is created for it Who's depends the on the week. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So. Depends on the week. Uh, like uh, we have one that's dedicated to PVPers mm-hmm. last week, right? Uh, the week before that, we had one dedicated to streaming. Uh, the, the one before that, we had one that was dedicated <laughs> like a stage report. I don't know why I keep thinking about that, but it was just such a one that was felt like the most niche uh, one. Yeah, that it's really neat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it just really depends. Uh, I, I want to make sure, and that not I, no one needs to watch Mog Talk every single week. Right. Uh, but I want it to be a point to where people can still come together and hear interesting topics or something that they're interested. In. They're like, "Hey, man, that's cool. I'm gonna mm-hmm. watch it. Or I'm gonna listen to it." Um, and so, honestly, the Final Fantasy 14 population doesn't right. matter Everybody. age, <laughs> Everybody. anything. It's it's everyone. It just the topics will be more interesting or less interesting depending on what we have that week. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So as as you've done this, I'm sure I know there's there's rules and standards that we kind of have for our show. What are some of the rules and standards that you've kind of established for yourself for what you do? Uh, now are we talking about not swearing? Are we talking about like... <laughs> St- stuff like not yeah. swearing, uh, show length, uh, you know, maximum number of guests, you know, stuff so, like that. Like maximum number of guests. Uh, <laughs> it depends. I mean, if we're doing like a raid show uh like world first i'll bring on the raid team like nine people ten people right Ooh, yeah uh, but they're not all on camera they're in like discord yeah. or something and i'm having yeah. a conversation with them um and so and that usually works out funny enough because not everybody in a raid usually likes talking but they yes. want to be there yeah. right they yeah. want to like if there's a point to put in their input they may say two words during the show but they they made world first right they want to mm-hmm. they want to be there yeah, on the show and talk, talk. It. uh it's so funny when people are Man, I had this conversation where I brought somebody on, and it was with the raid group, and he's like, "The only reason I got it is because I wanted to come on mock talk." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's where I am. That, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, I feel more like he was just being generous to me and kind, but uh, <laughs> it's funny. A lot of these people who are raiding, uh, they were watching the show, and they got into raiding, or they got serious into raiding after watching the show for their first mm-hmm. time are like uh you know various people who got to where they were they they watched the show first mm-hmm. uh and then they eventually started to progress in whatever content they're creating now mm-hmm. um and so if it, it feels weird because I, I have been around for over mm-hmm. like almost a little bit over three years or four mm-hmm. four years uh now <laughs> doing mog talk um and so i've been around a lot of the community Mm-hmm. uh god I, I forgot okay the, the guest question rules, okay yeah. yeah i guess uh i i want to say that like right now i'm aiming for like four people on the show mm-hmm. um and that way people can feel a little bit more comfortable if they don't have a lot to say they don't feel forced into the conversation uh i mean i'll go down to one it really depends on the week i try not to go over what i have right now mm-hmm. uh especially if i'm doing video because it feels weird having someone sit there and kind of just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's all they're doing just yeah. kind of nodding and looking at the cam and, <laughs> and all their points are all already taken like i have arthas on the show and a dude's like saying like half the show is him yelling and screaming you know <laughs> <laughs> uh and so it just depends yeah but rules and I, I try to have people they can swear they can say whatever they want but they not be like uh, a bigot or like a racist or anything. Sure. Yeah. If they are, they're probably not going to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always know this. Cause I mean, like I have people come on the show and then afterwards I'm like a year later, something happens. I'm like, I, you know, I kind of, I would never have that sh- guy on the show again because of things that he did, uh-huh. but it, it just is what it is. Yeah. You don't, you don't know some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the, the, the risk I take with doing open mm-hmm. guest yeah um but that i i don't have really a rule outside of that i i think uh show length i used to do i used to not have a length or a uh, requirement on that and i would have shows that would go four or five six hours uh, <laughs> and then uh <laughs> we slowed that down uh, and i i tried to make it more manageable now i i'm usually aiming for two hours mm-hmm. um and then with between two to three hours uh and if it's you know between an hour and two that's good too uh, because a lot of people can't absorb this content uh, if it's too long. Because yeah, it's yeah. like a like I watch a Critical Role like every single week, yeah. uh, <laughs> and that's a lot of content. Four hours of people playing D and D, and so throughout the week, I'm kind of I turn it on and then I watch it 30 minutes an mm-hmm. hour. And I go do whatever I need to do and come back, and it, it takes up a lot of my free time right. to watch it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like I need to. So that's the whole idea where I start to narrow it down to like the two hour mark because I feel like that. 
makes it to where people can actually watch it and enjoy it before the next show comes on if they want to watch that one. Yeah. Uh, would you say other content creators in the community have influenced you in what you do? Uh, I mean, there's, there's aspects of it, right? And so like, oh. if I watch something or I see something, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I wonder if that's something that would fit Mog Talk. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not too too uh, stubborn to not take that, right? right. Exactly. So like, I, I'll add it to my show. Uh, and like, if it's really cool, I, I'm trying to think of who might have inspired something on the show. Uh, shoot, man. <laughs> I guess, you know, since... Yeah, and, so and, and I think a lot of stuff is like now. subconscious too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah. You see it, and then eventually you're like, you you have the idea, and you're like, hey, I did I think of this, or yeah. is this something I saw somewhere else? And that kind of happens. Uh, I wish I had something on there that I could just like give someone like mm -hmm. one hundred. I could give people credit for doing things for a show, but I can't think of anything that's like this yeah. inspired me to start doing this. Mm -hmm. Just kind like of like you were saying, this together. Yeah, like what you were saying earlier, uh, there is such a big chunk of the community that all gets along and supports each other. It's like, <laughs> you, all, you all go yeah. all mesh up a little anyway. You might take yeah. a little yeah. bit from each yeah. other. Who cares? I mean, if you're putting out good content, yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. This isn't a monopoly. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to yeah. like- yeah. support Sorry, each but... other rather than be like, hey, that was my idea. Yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, actually on that note too, I was I was talking to Mike, uh, Happy, Mr. Happy, mm -hmm. uh, one time. Uh, I'm on his uh, the dream team there. I talk to mm -hmm. him uh, every once in a while. It's, it's, I was having a conversation. I was like, you know, should we do it to where like, we, we let each other know what our topics are and we just mm -hmm. kind of plan so we're not like doubling up? And he's like, nah, man. You just do whatever you do and I'll do whatever I do. And it just works out the best way because there's no reason that we need to try to force each other to do different content. Just create right. what you want to make. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and and I was of, like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, part of, I think, um, what is the most interesting and, and what you try and get your, on your show is uh, getting all the different opinions. Because mm -hmm. somebody might have a really good opinion over here, but then somebody yeah. else might have an almost opposite opinion. And they're right. both very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, yeah, if you try and drive each other out from the same topics, you yeah. miss out on that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's I, always interesting to see. I will say sometimes we do have people who come on and I get a get full cast and there is a lot of a green and it's not yeah. like, super <laughs> uh, and I, I'll go in there and I'll say stuff and I'll, I'll be a horrible person just to, to, to create yeah. that conversation. I try to, uh, and you know, people, that's why uh, in some communities they say toxic frosty, right? Cause uh, <laughs> I do stuff. I say things are hard. I, I do it for fun too. Like if I'm like yeah. a, topic like if i've been chat or something i'll just say something completely horrible to someone <laughs> they know you have you know, to know that's out of place right yeah it, it's not it's not it's not real you know yes. like here on 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 our show it's it's always like there's a spectrum you know and it, it tends to happen the same way every time mm -hmm. you know there's fusion yeah. <laughs> there's, mm -hmm. loves love he loves everything and it's uh -huh. me in the middle being neutral and oh. you know it's kind of interesting that yeah. when you get different guests you have a different spectrum each time it's, it's yes awesome. i'm not gonna say that i purposefully pick the opposite opinion of you <laughs> <laughs> but that may not be fun. true you know, but sometimes fun, right? it might be true <laughs> it's fun right yeah absolutely but it creates more fun in the end right. and you have a good laugh and it's it, it is what it is mm-hmm well, what? I, it's my turn, right? Because I yeah. got okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I just want to talk now. Just, but just go <laughs> what's one thing 
that we as content creators aren't doing that we should be doing? Like what, what kind of content should we be doing? What topics? What do you want to see, buddy? Oh, okay. So yeah. like for like shows and everything else. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I have to think of that for myself all the time. <laughs> sure, exactly. <laughs> and so I mean, I'm like, what do, what do I, I want to see that uh, people want to talk about? Right. Uh, and it's something that uh, it may not have been mentioned before and there's a community mm -hmm. or some or people out there that want to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, and so when it comes down to it, it's really, uh, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's a problem I have to solve every right. single week. Right. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, you know, the first thing that I thought of was the world face, uh, the world first race in WoW and how amazing mm -hmm. it was and how mm. we need something like that, whether it's community driven or We're streamed and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That was so amazing. You know, like we need more of that, I think, but I, you know, it's I, tough. It's tough. Yeah. Cause I mean, like you, you yeah. are you putting yourself your up for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you may lose, uh, to yes. do it. uh yeah. you'll make a lot of streamer money. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> uh, doing it. Uh, and you, and you, you get can, so much buzz for the game too. You know, I think it would be great, but yeah. Yeah. And good. it's fine. I think the people who are in world first, they aren't in it to get, famous on stream right. yeah and make streamer dollars they're doing <laughs> it because they want they're competitive and they want to win and yeah. they want to be first um and it's it's fun to be in that race and so streaming just takes that away for them yeah uh, and so i respect it completely yeah. uh and it makes sense and we will always have the content streamed by uh large streamers that are really good into rating uh, even small streamers, people who a lot of people get known because of uh, how far they get in yeah. content uh, mm -hmm. when it's released, uh, and I think that's a good fit for it. And so, if everybody streamed it, you know, yeah, it, 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 yeah it, it it just really for us as an audience, I think it would be really cool. Mm -hmm. um, but I I've, might I've be a bad experience for them. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. Can't blame them. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> On the opposite side of that coin, um, do you think that there is something right now in the community of content creators that's being done too much? Um, something like people, too many podcasts, too many guides, too many of something. No, man. No, no. Like, honestly, like, no, you just you to keep making it. And like uh, people who make it better make me want to make what I do better, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, it's if I don't have that competition, I still want to do a good job, but I, I don't have something that will force me into doing mm -hmm. it, uh, which, you know, things like school that forces you to learn something. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm, I'm happy that there are other people out there doing stuff. Uh, I think that if there's too much of something, it's, um, geez, man, I, I can't think of anyone doing too much of anything because everyone has their own way to entertain people. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's never really, a, a reason for me to ever say that they can't do that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's, it's going back on what we said earlier, right? You just, you do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like everybody should never feel scared that, oh, I'm doing something, but it already exists. Yeah. If you enjoy doing it, do it. Yeah. I swear, if people did Mog Talk, but they did uh, Moogle Talk instead, and they went <laughs> up and did the exact same thing <laughs> I was doing, they would still do what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and they would do it so well and great and it would be overly produced and there's no way I could keep up with it with my hobby life, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, and so I would still do what I do if mm. I can, if people still want to come on the show because I want to talk to people. Right. I want to have this. This is, my enjoyment is doing it, so. 
Mm. Nobody's ever going to do anything precisely the same way. No, it's always going to be different in some way. I think if I had to say anything, it people, and this might go into another question. I can't remember exactly. Uh, uh-huh. this, this is something that people may fail at is uh, they go in trying to make money right, and mm-hmm. trying to make a job out of it. Um, which is fine, right? This is something yeah. that people can do if they want yeah. to. Uh, but it's it's disheartening to see people focus so many hours into something that will either, that's a risk that could depress you completely. Yes. Uh, and you yeah. start setting up all these points to doing things that you don't want to do because mm-hmm. you want to consider your success is how many viewers you have. Your success right. is how much money you're receiving. Your success is something that is uh, you could track and keep count of. Mm-hmm. Um, when really you're, to me, your success is being happy. Um, and so if you let this stuff start taking over your life and you're doing things that you don't want to do to make mm-hmm. this content, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well and the other part to this is people need to go out and when they're streaming and they're, they're trying to make their life maybe out of streaming, that's again, fine. Mm-hmm. But it was a great idea. If you need something done, learn how to do it. Yeah. Especially if you can apply it to a job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Photoshop, right? Graphic yeah. design, things like this. It's good to go out there and support people, artists and everything and get things commissioned, but try to go out there and learn it too. Maybe just something that you would be interested in learning because you're streamer. Streamer <laughs> doesn't go well on a resume in most cases, unless right. if you're going into a community manager position or things like that, yes. which can it can happen. But don't die because yeah. you have you're like ten years later you're living on minimum wage still streaming right and you have nothing else yeah. to grow off of. Mm. Uh, it hurts for me. It sucked when I uh, like when I first start going to school. I I only had my one. I, I screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed it up pretty bad. Like I, I yeah. didn't know what I was doing and I messed everything up. Uh, and so if I, if I would have tried to focus on that, instead of just doing the things that are like, I want to be really successful at being a good Raider or something. Right. Uh, if I, if I put way more focus on doing just a good job and going through school and getting through all these things that I could apply to a resume, uh, that I would be in a better position than I am in my actual real life. Uh, and so I think like me, I'm learning web design now. I can apply that to a resume. I can make websites and put that into a portfolio and get a job outside of streaming. We need to set up these little safety nets and barriers and not just jump off the cliff and hope we live, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what my yeah. thought is, is yeah. go out there and try to always, if you're streaming and you could do something for your stream that you can apply for a resume, do it. Like mm. go out, learn how to make websites, go out, learn how to do Photoshop, go out, learn how to edit videos, go out and learn something and you could apply it and still be part of your passion, but now you have a skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Sorry. No, no good. I, I love mean, it. Honestly. Like, yeah. That I is think. such good advice for people who want to get into streaming, whether it's for money or not. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of along those lines, like, what's the most difficult thing about doing all of this? Do you think is it keeping that sort of stuff in mind, or the most difficult thing is, uh, again, <laughs> I, I think losing sight of being happy with what you're mm-hmm. doing. That's essentially mm-hmm. you, what you're supposed to be doing for fun and enjoy it. Yeah, uh, and instead treating it. Uh, as something that you want to be really the the best streamer in the world and everything else, that's great. <laughs> but you, when you start 
realizing, and I, I did this too, when you start realizing that you're spending 50 hours a week streaming right. uh, and you're just playing, you're playing games and you're talking with people and everything else. And at the end of the day that you have that conversation, you have, you had a good time, but you're spending 50 hours a week kind of not building a lot of stuff. I mean, you, you could be building your stream up and everything else, but you're not um, gaining, gaining more than that. And who knows, maybe, People just don't like the way you look. They, they look at your face and they're like, I want to punch this guy. Yeah. I, I hate wow. this person. And you just, you can never be a successful streamer. And it's unfortunate Aww. because, I mean, it, it turns out that way. Yeah. Um, you can make all the wrong steps constantly and you don't realize what's going on. And I've seen a lot of people who are actually really good streamers and they, they make a okay amount, but they, they are depressed. Yeah. You, you know, the common yeah. reason people don't stream a day and they're like, hey guys, I can't stream. It's because they don't feel good at all. They feel like, Shh. oh, okay, yeah. I say shit. Okay, they feel like shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it, it's 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 tough. Yeah. And I think the mental health of all this stuff is something that's oh, yeah. completely overlooked. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, for all that difficulty trying mm -hmm. to balance it, what is the most rewarding part of it? What 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 keeps you doing it? People saying good job. Yeah. That's that's people coming back and really? then they're like, hey, thank you for that. Hey, uh, I really enjoyed it. Hey, I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Hey, you know, anything positive feedback is literally it. Yeah. Uh, going back, uh, and that keeps me doing it. Having those conversations with guests, and after the guests, they come on and they they message me later like, hey man, I had a really good time. Thanks for letting me come on. This stuff makes me want to keep doing it because mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm actually doing something that is great or for <laughs> at least a, a person or two, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's people out there that are happy in some regard because of what I did. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would be that. That's it. That's all it is. Even mm -hmm. though I have this person behind me saying, oh, it's Frosty, that social justice warrior, POS, uh, yeah. I hate that guy. Uh, he's just over there. He doesn't know what he's talking about at the time. I have 500 other people to that one person who are telling me nice things. I'm okay. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, cut that off now. and just <laughs> listen to the other side because I don't yeah. need to listen to the guy who's just out there to get me. Mm -hmm. But those 500 people keep me happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so with that, um, have you had like this kind of, what's been your, like, I've made it moment. Mm -hmm. Like something happens and you're just like, like I did it. Like, this is awesome. This is yeah, yeah. Uh, so something that I would say is awesome uh, was being on stage at FanFest, right, <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. That was something, like, originally when I did Mog Talk and I made it to the first year of doing it, I made it to episode 50, that was, I was in tears at the end of the, doing that show. I did it like a 10-hour show where I brought lots of guests on mm -hmm. and then there's people watching it and people all having a good time. I, I got to go back and uh, I made a highlight reel of all my shows, 50 shows, and yeah. I watched it and I teared up. I was like, Aww. this is like, I can't, I did this, right? Over right. last year, this, I created this stuff, right? I made this stuff happen. This is a lot of stuff. This is holy crap. Uh, and it was uh, uh, amazing to see that. And then after that, uh, it was just expanding even more and doing like the world race and people saying, hey, you know, this is, this is something that I love and enjoy and seeing my stuff published in Japanese, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then at the JP Fan Fest, when they played like a video I did for an intro and translated it to Japanese, I was like, all right, this is pretty good. And then Yoshida <laughs> saying, thanks, Frosty. I was like, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Uh, 
I, I think there's just multiple points, right? It's not, it wasn't just all one. It's just everyone had kind of a different step to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I, I can't say I've, it's kind of a weird way to say I've made it. Sure. Uh, right. But I, I feel proud. I feel like success. Mm-hmm. I feel like, sure. yeah, I did something with this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I made it. I'll, I'll say that when I'm like a living in my mansion or something. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Based and, and along completely this, off the funds from <laughs> yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Along those same lines, too, I'm wondering, um, and you may not have one, but um, do you have like a small world moment where you, you know, somebody knows of you through your show and you didn't realize it or, or anything kind of like that? Mm. Uh, well, I guess so. Like when I realized like maybe three or four people I, I know and talk to live within like an hour driving distance of me. Uh, right. I, that, that was kind of like a small world part. Uh, when you go to FanFest, it feels really crazy. Um, where you go back, every single person, they they come up to you, or like every other every other time, you'll have someone come up to you and say, "Hey, man, what's up?" I'm like, wow, that's kind of weird, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, why why does why does this person know me? Why why? Uh, and it feels good. Um, and to me, it, it feels like. I shouldn't have a reach to where there's ever anybody right. who ever says my name anywhere right. um, that I ever <laughs> run into. And so, it, of course, it happens at FanFest because a lot of people come that right. are really dedicated to Final Fantasy there. Um, I, don't, I can't say like there hasn't been too much of that. I've been really good, especially in like classes and everything else, of like when they were like, oh, you went to Paris, what did you do that for? <laughs> Business trip. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. just like I, I don't want to like break that divide there uh, mm. just yet because mm-hmm. I don't live off of it, right? And so sure. I have other parts of my life that I have to secure and make sure they don't get interrupted, right? Um, and so uh, I'm pretty good about doing that, but I, I don't know. I, I I think just knowing that there's people who are doing things in my realm of content creation that I could go and have a beer with that right. feels pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, we're up to our last question, uh, but real quick, too. Uh, if there's anybody watching right now on Twitch, we do have a little bit of time uh, <laughs> after this question. If you guys watching right now have a question for Frosty that we haven't talked about, go ahead, drop it in the chat, and we will uh, get to those after this one. Mm-hmm. So the last question is, what would you say to someone who's thinking about uh, getting into content creation? But I feel like you already answered that. that. Absolutely. Do you, do you have yeah. anything yeah. to add to that? In particular uh and this is just my mantra to be honest with you whatever you're doing do it realizing that you're trying to reach the the highest level of happiness that you can mm-hmm. you know just being happy and being content with your life because if you are unhappy for let's say 40 years you're working your butt off and then you have only like a couple more decades i don't know how healthy you are depending <laughs> on how healthy you are yeah. uh, how much longer you got but you're you're killing so much of the time you have on this world to be happy yeah. um and it doesn't matter how much money you're getting it doesn't matter anything else uh the 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 end goal for me personally and i think that if a lot of people took this uh, uh the same is i want to be happy and i want to make sure other people around me and you should be take this with a grain of salt sure i don't yeah. want to make other people unhappy right you don't right. want to please everybody but you don't right, want to yeah. be the reason why someone is feeling like crap there are simple things you can do with the way you talk mm-hmm. with the way you interact with people that don't make you unhappy that you can do and the world is a better place overall and you're you're 
I, I don't I don't think you know you're gonna have bad karma if you go over there and you you uh, spit on like a homeless person or something. I hope you have bad karma or something, right? <laughs> Nothing bad happens to you. But like uh, the fact is, you can be a horrible person and probably get away and still be happy. But I think it, it it'd be great, right? Yeah. If overall, if you believe that you want to be happy, just to go out there and kind of keep that same belief that you don't want to make other people mm-hmm. feel miserable and shitty as well. Yeah. Um, and so when pay it forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. uh, and so when you're making content and you're doing this and you're going out and you're streaming or you're putting work into this, just make sure you're you're keeping your your happy level, <laughs> I guess, yeah. at, at a, an optimal point, right? right? You don't want to be too happy. You don't want to like blow blow up or anything. <laughs> pop because you're so happy. But like you, you want to stay uh, very content with your life. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sometimes yeah, I go on a rant and I don't realize I'm doing it. And, no, I love uh, it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. That, that's I mean, such that, a good that, message. That's what happens Sean. when you do podcasts. It just kind of just yeah, keeps yeah. going. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing it four years, man. Just like, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, my heart, my heart has grown three sizes today. <laughs> I, I can answer Zeb's question if you want me to, real quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, frosty. So uh, how I stay frosty, and I, I told people about what I do, and this is this is important. It's something that's not a lot of people know. Uh, so what you can do is you can go out. Um, everybody has a refrigerator. So like what you could do is you could clear out a lot of stuff that's inside the refrigerator, go in, close the door, mm-hmm. spend like 30 minutes in there, right? Mm-hmm. Just hang out until you feel you achieved a level of chill that you're just mm-hmm. like, this is this feels right. I feel very cold and cool right now. Then you get out. And you can carry that for quite a while. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to stay frosty, just use your refrigerator, dude. Yeah. You know, I was going to suggest uh, <laughs> real, real life. life tips. Exactly. I mean, it's well, about to be did. summer, you know? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for most of us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I get that asked that question all the time. I can't give a serious answer. To that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something. sunscreen because of the origin of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Keep go. an ice cube on your head. Just let it melt down your body. Yeah. But an exposure to the day star. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that looks like it's everything from the chat. Frosty, was yeah. there anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't so far? Uh, honestly, I think you guys have covered it pretty well. Um, <laughs> you guys have very good questions, and I appreciate it, too. I, I like. Honestly, I don't get invited on a lot of shows, funny enough. Mm. Every once in a while, you know, I get on State of the Realm, and there was that one time you, you I got on You just invite LBR. everybody to your own show. Yeah. You? <laughs> After they come on my show, they're like, I've had enough of Frosty for right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I love coming on shows and talking to people and everything else, especially if I can. Uh, yeah. If there's any availability for me to do it, I, I, I like doing it because uh, it's weird being on the other side to be mm. honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I don't actually uh, do that very often. And so I have to like limit myself to not like trying to control pace and like sure. go through and do other <laughs> things, uh, which I just do all the time. Um, right. And uh, so, I, but I enjoy it because I don't have to manage anything. I just sit here and talk. <laughs> okay. Just answer, uh, it's fine. It's <laughs> like uh, participating in a raid instead of being the raid caller. 
Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how good that feels? That's so much yeah. fun. Oh, I never I did it again. I never did it again. Yeah. Did it in WoW for too long, never did it again. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good not having the raid lead, man. And just like, it, then you got to put up with all the drama and everything mm-hmm. else. Like, oh, this person doesn't want to raid anymore because yeah. this person's not playing Dragoon. They don't want to play Dragoon. So he wants to leave the raid now because he's a bard. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, man, can you play Dragoon like some weeks and Samurai on other weeks? And then this guy's pissed off every time he plays Dragoon. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? I I, I don't want to manage this. I just log in and try to clear something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. It's fun. It has its moments, but. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Frosty, uh, where can everybody find you and the content that you make? So, uh, my stream channel is uh, Frosty underscore TV, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, I'll be hosting the uh, female perspective coming up next, uh, bringing on some cool guests, which yeah should check out if you want if you're interested in that conversation uh and for social media i usually only pay attention to twitter i Mm -hmm. I hate i I don't like facebook and i don't like Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of other different various places uh for social media like instagram anything else i just twitter is really where i go Mm -hmm. which is frosty tv stream (laughs) it's a little (laughs) long so people kind of hate having that long name in there but uh it is what it is Mm -hmm. um and the other part, uh, YouTube, <laughs> funny enough, I'm still running on an old YouTube that's Auchenbrick, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's called Frosty, but the, it the all comes are... back. To... Yeah, <laughs> it all comes back together. You can't change that name, right? Uh, I don't uh, Not that I know of. Yeah, and so you're just kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah uh, i don't want to have to redo everything so i'm like yeah i'll just leave it mm-hmm. sure it's good um, well it's like it's like haps is like xehanort something like yeah yeah it's like all right whatever <laughs> yeah it is what it is and like uh i think <laughs> the podomatic channel i don't know i think you just look up mog talk or frosty or something and maybe i'll show up <laughs> i don't really know what it's called how to get there i just put it up there for the rsv man yeah <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode uh, in our first segment here of Inside the Creator Studio. Thank you for everybody for tuning in. Big thank you to Frosty for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having Um, me on, man. That's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week. Um, For now, uh, go ahead. And in about uh, 40 minutes here, we'll be hosting Frosty uh, for this episode. So thank you, and uh, we'll see you later. See you guys. Stay Frosty. (laughs) 